your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche, and not a good one from Colorado last night. A 4-1 to loss, and it wasn't even really that close. So we will discuss the game. Uh, is, is it? Is there issues on the avalanche or is this just going up against a team that is fighting for their season uh maybe it's a little bit of both i don't know but we'll talk about it but first things first follow the show on social media outlets lopn underscore avalanche on twitter lockdown avalanche on instagram send questions comments concerns avalanche at gmail.com so yeah just not an overall good effort and performance from the avalanche and the the last game they played how i was kind of going back and forth between uh how much credit i wanted to give to the blues for that game um they get a lot more credit in this game because that defensive performance was maybe one of the best defensive performances i've seen from any team outside of colorado uh they gave the abs nothing and I had said in yesterday's episode how the the Blues defense was like a Swiss cheese defense, and the Avs had a lot of good looks in that game, and they rang some off the post, uh, but they had high percentage chances. It was the total opposite in last night's game. They, the Blues really changed their style of play uh, from from that game to this game and gave the avalanche fits all night long uh, and gave me fits watching it. Um, it was one of those games where you just felt like this, this isn't going to happen. Um, I got a kick out of uh, during the second intermission, the altitude uh, crew kind of really thinking the ads were going to come back on this one. And I'm just like, not today, it, it, unless the blues have a major meltdown defensively. It wasn't going to happen. You just had that feeling that today's not the day for the Avs. The, the the game prior, the second game, that one could have went the Avs way. But last night, they didn't have anything. They had no legs. They, they made some horrible turnovers. Uh, there was one that's it was in the third period. And I want to say it was Connor Timmons. And he held the puck. In, in their defensive zone, waiting for a line shift, which seemed to take forever. So he's holding on to the puck. And then what does he do? He throws this errant pass that goes to no... Well, it went to a St. Louis Blues player. And I'm like, you waited 20 seconds for that? I, there, he, he didn't try to, you know, progress the puck or have an exit or anything. It was just uh, almost a three-line pass right to a Blues player. And, I mean, that, this was at towards, and like I said, it was in the third period. So by that time, the frustration level from what I was watching was already through the roof. And then you see something like that, and you're like, God, like you, you, 
you're giving them everything, first of all. Like, they're making it difficult for you, and now you're just making it difficult for yourself. Uh, they, they had some good possessions late in the game, which you kind of expected them to have because, you know, your, your defenders are going to move up. They're going to engage. You're going to have a little bit of better offensive possessions, uh, but they just couldn't, they couldn't get it. They, they just didn't have good looks. And that was the big difference between the second game and the third game. Second game, they had looks, but they couldn't connect on them. I can live with that some somehow some way but yesterday like they they had a couple good looks and they seemed like they were nowhere near the goal uh just and again a lot of the credit has to go to the blues defense they were on colorado from the second they would touch the puck and there were moments when uh, a St. Louis Blues player would would lose the puck. He'd, they'd be on an offensive rush. He'd lose the puck, whatever. You know what happens a million times in a game. And if he turned the puck over or lost a battle, it wasn't like he was backing up and then letting the avalanche progress or have an exit out of the zone. They were on them. Uh, the, the neutral zone was just all St. Louis. And the Avalanche had no answer. And, and usually they do. Usually they they make some adjustments. Typically we see that after the first intermission. They come out uh, kind of with a new game plan. But when St. Louis got up 2 to nothing, again, like you, you feel like, okay, like that, that's all right. Maybe hopefully if we can get one before the first period is over, obviously that would be a lot better going into the first 2 to 1 instead of 2 to nothing. But didn't happen. And then um, they get another one in the second. And now you're down three to nothing. And you're just kind of throwing your hands up like, okay, like this is this is just going to be one of those games. Nathan McKinnon does get one back um, on a power play, which all of a sudden seems to be the only way the Avalanche can score right now is on a power play. Uh, so he extends his point streak, which I guess is the one positive to take out of it. But other than that, there's not much there to be happy about in this game. Uh, just, th- I mean, 32 shots on goal for the Avs. Did it seem like that? Not really. And I think a lot of that is because those those shots on goal were not really good looks. Uh, they, you know, they were throwing anything they could at Bennington, who's not having a, a really good season. So that's fine to, to do that, to throw those... You know, shots that are just inside the blue line, see if you can get a rebound. I get all that. Uh, but they they just could not seem to get, like, a breakaway. Um, the Avalanche are built on speed. And uh, the, the Blues found a way to really slow them down. And the way they did it was no time and space. None. So I don't know if that's the, you know, what, what the blueprint, I guess, other teams might look at. But that's easier said than done. And when the Avalanche have a full roster, uh, maybe this goes in a different direction when when you make adjustments. I don't know. But last night just was not it. The Avalanche had no answer for what the Blues were doing to them uh, defensively. Avalanche could not build any momentum offensively. So we'll go over the stats. They're not good. 
I'm really interested to see what uh, Coach Bednar has to say. We'll we'll play that for tomorrow's show because uh, it's not up right now as I'm recording this. But uh, he can't be happy. It's the two games in a row where the Avalanche have been outplayed. Maybe not so much in game two. Uh, you would definitely give that to the Blues. Uh, but that game, you know, a couple different, just, uh, you know, uh, an inch or two one way or the other on a shot, and that's a different game. This game, you can't really pull anything out of this. That's a positive because they had no answer for them. So uh, we'll get into stats, and, and like I said, they're they're not going to be good, but uh, you, you learn from them. So uh, first we're going to hear from our people over at Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Uh, rockauto.com it's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about a section so they know that we sent you to them? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. This episode is also brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at a fair price. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagements, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're perfect. They're the perfect way to bring light back into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features a high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced, so you can give her something truly special and meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check these out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. All right, so stats for this game. Uh, The thing that jumps out at you right away uh, that top line with Nico Rantanen gone and Andre Burkowski moving up uh, did not have the best of days when it comes to stats. Nathan McKinnon, although he had that goal, minus three. Gabe Landeskog, although he had an assist on that goal, a minus three. Andre Burkowski, although he had the other assist on that goal, minus three. And then on the defensive end, Kale McCarr. Uh, I mean, overall, he played a, a good game as he normally does, a solid game, but minus three. So there's four of your top players as this roster is uh, constructed right now. 
uh, with a minus 12. Uh, and then, you know, throw in Sam Girard, minus two for him. So it was just not good up and down the lineup. Um, outside of, of Nathan McKinnon, who, you know, usually always leads the, the team in shots on goal, and he did last night with six. If I were to give you, I'll give you three seconds to guess who the number two player on the Avalanche was with shots on goal outside of Nathan McKinnon. Three, two, one. Did you guess? And did you guess Keith Kiefer Sherwood? You probably didn't. But he he had a couple g- good looks. He was the one guy that actually had some pretty good looks. Uh, but do you want to be relying on him uh, to be your your guy that has the second most shots on goal? No, you got like I said, like with with Miko Rantanen out, you want guys like Nazem Kadri to get a ton of shots on goal. And he's capable of doing that. There's times where he's uh, outshot Nathan McKinnon, uh, but he only had two. He He's, it's not for a lack of trying. Um, and I think they even said on the telecast that he hasn't scored in what, 15 games, which is ridiculous, but he's gotten 40 some odd shots on goal in those 15 games. So, that's his game. Like he's going to shoot. He's not going to be, you know, not, he's going to be not uh, shy to to take shots. Um, but he is in a definite funk. I think you know he more than anybody else wants the playoffs to get here because that's where he excels. But you can't wait around for that. Uh, you know he played on the third line today, and right now that's where he belongs. And you had Tyson Jost moving up into the second line. And he continues to play, you know, again, nothing really to show for it on the stat sheet, but I love his game. I really love Tyson Joseph's game this year. So uh, I threw it out there earlier on an earlier show last week. Um, could he be protected? He's playing like it. I'm going to say protected for the expansion draft. Um, and I think another guy that's really not, not struggling, just uh, not... I guess getting good looks is uh, Devon Taves. He's kind of been quiet himself the past. Like, I want to bring up his stats right now, but um, you know he's still solid defensively. But let me check his uh, last handful of games here. So going back to April seventh until now. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight games. He's got one assist. So he is struggling. Uh, he's struggling to, to score. And I know it's not like his, his game, but, you know, for the season, he's got 23 points. So they expect him to do more than that. And I, he's expecting more of that himself, too. I'm not trying to say these guys are just, you know, okay with how they're performing. They're not. But the Avalanche need to figure this out because, number one, playoffs are right around the corner. Number two, you always play. Well, you, you use that depth. You play that depth. Because you're used to injuries. They even had another graphic up during the game where uh, the Avalanche don't lead the league in games lost. uh, But they are in the top 10 easily. So, you know, you're not the only team that can use that as an excuse. And they haven't in the past. And they've succeeded in the past with what they've had to use. So, now is no different. Yeah, it's lining up as most of your guys are going to be returning soon. 
Seems like Rantanen is going to return soon. Seems like uh, Grubauer is going to return soon. Same with Donskoy and same with Byram. Now, we did hear yesterday afternoon, Brandon Saad out two to four weeks with a lower body injury. So that is going to bleed really close into when the playoffs start. If it's four weeks, obviously that'll go into the playoffs. If it's two weeks, that's the last week of the season for the Avs. So we heard that from Jared Bednar that he's out two to four weeks. I didn't really see what happened. I I think he finished that game. I could be mistaken, but I don't remember him uh, getting hurt or getting hit. So, which seems to happen a lot with Avalanche players. Like they, they have a mysterious injury. I remember it happened to Kadri last year. Um, he got injured a couple times last year, but there was one in particular where it didn't seem like anything happened. And then he was out for a handful of games. So I don't know, whatever it was, Saad is not going to be around. So, okay. And he's been playing well. He was playing well. So now is the time, like the, the avalanche have always used that next man up mentality. And most of the time it works. And I still have faith in this team and this roster and it, it was just a bad game and again you can learn from this uh, the avalanche are in a position to make a, a deep run still just because you you haven't performed well the past two games uh, doesn't take away from what you've done to get to this point so you just have to get back to that and you need to learn from efforts like this the the blues gave the avalanche another uh, learning experience and uh, the the second game, it was, you know, uh, a team that comes from behind and, and takes a lead on you when you had the game in hand very early on. And now this one is a team that really presses you defensively. So uh, where do the abs go from here? We'll take a look at the rest of this week and uh, where the abs stand right now, because now it's getting a little convoluted in the standings. And we'll take a look at that. But first, we're going to hear from betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You got the baseball season in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Obviously, you can bet on your NBA and your NHL and pretty much anything you can think of over at betonline.ag. This week has a ton of sports action on the go. The NFL Draft is this week. And the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this week. I don't think I've won the Kentucky Derby. Not that I bet on it, but I bet in my mind. Like if I was going to place a bet. Um, I, I can't remember the last time I, I won on the Kentucky Derby. So uh, I haven't even looked at the horses, but I'll give it another go. <laughs> See what happens. Uh, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and even all of your UFC and MMA action. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports, sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So the Avalanche with a big game 
coming up on Wednesday. They're all big. Let's not kid ourselves. But uh, big game against Vegas on Wednesday. And the way that the standings are right now, the Avalanche is not, you know, it's not doom and gloom. Yeah, they've had a, a, a bad game and a bad couple games. But uh, you want to see how top teams respond from how the Avalanche have been playing. So right now, the Avalanche are they're, they're four points back. They still have a game in hand against Vegas. So you win that game in regulation, and you're two points back still with a game in hand. So it, it's not you know completely over with, and uh, the Avs still have a, a shot at that number one spot. However, you do have uh, Minnesota right on your heels. So uh, Minnesota with 65 points. And again, the Avalanche do have a game in hand against them as well. So, you know, in the end, if it's if it's going to be the Avs in the wild, you know, flip-flopping two and three doesn't doesn't really make any difference other than home at, home ice. Uh, but that's not what the Avalanche are thinking about. They're, they want to go after number one, clearly. Looking at the schedule, um, you know, we're used to games being played basically every other day. Uh, and that's the case for most teams. Uh, Vegas is getting the Avalanche on Wednesday at a very opportune time for them. Not only have they won nine games in a row, uh, but when this game goes off on Wednesday, they will have had the previous three days off. They have a nice three-day rest. It does not happen a lot during this season. Uh, and if you want to go back even further... Uh, they would have one game played in the last six days once puck drops on Wednesday. So they they had the previous three days. They, so they had Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. They played Saturday against Anaheim, but had the two days before that game off. So they had last Thursday and Friday off, played against the Ducks and destroyed them. And then after that, three more days off. And then they're playing the Avalanche. And Colorado, it's been, you know, since they've come back, um, you know, it's been every other day. And, you know, you can't say, well, the Avalanche just had a week off because of COVID. Yeah, they did, but they could not practice. They couldn't do anything as a team where that's exactly what Vegas is doing. So that just adds to how difficult this is going to be for Colorado. But hopefully... Uh, it's it's in Vegas, obviously. Hopefully, the players that we were talking about earlier are back. If they can get those guys back and they're you know in game shape, that's going to be the tell. Is is Miko Rantanen back to game shape? Is Bowen Byram? Is Donskoy? Is Grubauer? I don't know. Well, you know, there's a day off on Tuesday. Maybe we'll get some information on that. Maybe that waits until Wednesday uh, Wednesday afternoon. But uh, this is going to be a tall order for the Avalanche, this specific game, for a multitude of reasons. Even if the guys are getting back, it's the first game back in a long rest for them. Um, and speaking of rest, Vegas is going to have it. So uh, it's, it's going to be tough. But you got to have faith in, in the team. You know, what they've accomplished to this point so far is, uh, you know, you, you would think they, they would. And also having back-to-back -back losses, 
you don't want to have three in a row. So how St. Louis came out fighting for their playoff lives, uh, the Avalanche should be coming out that strong. Not because they're fighting for their playoff lives, they've clinched a spot, but just because now is the time where you don't want to get laxed. You don't want to go into the postseason uh, kind of riding a, a tough streak. Um, so it's going to happen, and it's happened a couple times throughout the season. Uh, you want to put an end to it right now. So if the Avalanche can get their healthy guys back, save for Brandon Saad, uh, you, you can still put up a fight. And I fully expect the Avalanche to do that, even if they don't have all those guys back. They're still going to put up a fight because that's how the team is built. Um, all right. I think that'll do it for today, everybody. We will uh, I'll play the Jared Bednar clip. Uh, tomorrow, because really interested to see what he has to say. Could not be pleased, um, and uh, we will we'll go from there. So uh, it's a bad loss, but that's what I say about this season: is games are you don't have to wait too long to play another game and get over it, which is uh, that baseball season mentality. So we'll see what the Avs can do. That'll be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in each and every day. It's always appreciated. Uh, if you want to leave feedback on the Apple comment section, please feel free to do that. It definitely helps. All right, everyone. We will uh, see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.